Hello and welcome to the Catholic Duluth Show. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of St. Lawrence and Holy Family in Duluth, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Dan Rhoda, and with me have Father Anthony, and our special guest today is uh, Luke O'Reilly, who is a seminarian for the Diocese of Duluth. He's living with Father Anthony this summer. So, uh, Luke, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, so we're going to talk with Luke about, you know, everything that's ever happened in his life and um, just just like what life is like in the seminary, um, you know, all those, all those fun bits. I know a couple, I think two years ago, maybe we had, um, we had a seminarian on and he, so he was talking, I think P- Peter Brown. Mm-hmm. And so he was like talking about everything. Um, so I, I, I think that's cool. And I think, I think a lot of people like wonder like, what do they do there? Yeah. You know? Yeah, they they stare into a fishbowl and like, what is going on in there? Yeah, it's you know, pe- 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 people. It's almost like people like students go off to Hogwarts and they're just like, what are they? You know, <laughs> well said. What are they is learning? It, you know? Yeah. What what is classroom like? Is it like that where people are just jumping around and stuff? <laughs> so um, so yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna talk to Luke about all that kind of stuff. Um, but before we do that, we have we have some things going on at our parishes currently. Mm-hmm. This next week we have Totus Tuus, which Luke is going to be helping out with. Yes. Uh, so yeah, and that and that's and that's kind of like vacation Bible school, because um, there's like two sessions, right? So it's it starts Sunday the twelfth. Is that is that right? Yes, uh, with the older kids, it's seven o'clock, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, we have the evening program with, uh, I believe it's seventh grade and higher. Yeah. Yep. That sounds right. Yeah, and then there's is right, and then so that's like Sunday through Thursday, evenings, and then Monday through Friday, like mornings, through afternoons, like nine to two thirty. Is that right? Yeah, that that sounds right. And that's from like sixth grade and below. Yeah, right. That's what I understand too. That's that's what's going on, and it's going to be great. I mean, the Totus Tuus is always a lot of um, just wonderful talks and times of prayer, but then also just fun games. There's always, like, cool things that happen. It's always just full of activity and good activity, you know, good humor, good activity. You know, there's, there's the other sort, but this is a very good sort, so I'm, I'm happy about it that's happening here. And we're doing it in a joint fashion, you know, sort of West Duluth. So we'll be with uh, a couple of other parishes, which is exciting, too. Mm-hmm. So like, we got a lot. It's good. It's always good to have full houses, you know. Yeah, I know Karen's looking forward to the help also. Indeed. Yes, many people will need help. Uh, yeah. Helping hands. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a village to raise a kid. Yeah. Right? And also, uh, I'll just say this now, but high schoolers are allowed to help with the daytime program. If there yes. are any that happen to be listening oh, for yeah. this. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and see, that's something that if I was in high school, my, my mom would be like, Hey Dan, you're gonna help with that. Uh, that's not what, what, what my mom sounds like. No. And she listens to this, so she'll be angry. But um, like I, I would, I would get forced to, to like do that. Although I'm sure it would be a good experience, and you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do it freely. I'll, you know, I'll save the plug. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, your mom doesn't sound like that. No, but at the same no, time, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. My parents would kind of do like, the oh, same. That that's a good opportunity for you. It's it is to serve another. It yeah. might pull us out of our own heads. It might be a good thing. Yeah. Uh, and then the next week, Father, you're going on a uh, going on a little vacation. 
Yeah, they just uh, three three nights as I look at it. I'm like, well, that's only three nights away. Well, um, but yeah, 20th through the 23rd, I'm gonna be gone. Um, you know, pray for more priests because we have to kind of like you know just say if you want to go to daily mass, you can go to other places in the area for those days, for those days only. But um, <clears throat> I'm going with like four other priest friends of mine. I go on vacation whenever I go on vacation. Um, it's usually with my brother priests. Uh, there's very rare that I'm I'm on vacation with uh, another dynamic. Like my parents, we we used to go on vacation together uh, when I was growing up and things. But uh, we don't do as much of that anymore. We do on occasion, like a one or two day thing, but nothing beyond that. Now I go with them, and we we offer daily mass together. We pray together, and we. Uh, just catch up because these guys are from other parts of the country. One priest is from Tulsa. One priest is from Colorado Springs. Another priest is from Washington D.C. Another one is from Pittsburgh. So they're from kind of different parts of the country. So we get to catch up. Usually, you know, a little bit of diocesan business. We talk about what's going on in our areas, and it actually gives me a nice picture of what's going on on around the country in the Catholic Church on the ground level. But also, these guys are involved with diocesan offices. All of them. Uh, as well as myself. <laughs> so we can all say also from the leadership perspective, like what's also happening, what's what's not happening. You know, it's really a, a helpful uh, group to get together. We we really love each other, too. We were all in seminary together. And, uh, you know, we, when we were in Rome together for those four years, we were basically like family because we spent Christmases together, Easter's together, all those like really powerful, you know, times of, of the year. That we really became like brothers. I mean, not just uh, not just say you know bonded by our faith, but even like almost blood deep it went. You know, with uh, you know all the things we know about each other and and all the things that we want to support each other in. It's just a very positive. It's it's a really good thing. I always come back uh, after having uh, spent time with them with a nice extra juice in my blood. Like, yes, this is great. You know, I love the priesthood, the brotherhood, and all the rest. So it's always a life giving thing to. And I go go away for the benefit of my parish, really, um, so that I can serve better. Yeah, yeah, and I I think it's always it's always important too that because um, I, I think for many people, but I could see specifically for priests to get this like oh if I if I leave it's gonna fall apart to to, to like and and, and 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 not that like everyone actively thinks that highly of themselves, but it's just like an innate like thing that creeps in there like oh i can't like i can't leave like what if something happens totally but it's just like oh you know what probably nothing's gonna happen right it's going to be okay <laughs> it's going to um be but fine. if something does people people will figure it out yes you know? and they will it, it'll be just fine you know it, it and it typically is it's amazing yeah what we think sometimes like i can't go away it will i'm holding all these strings together and it's not gonna work no i'm just yeah. kidding but it's it's yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Good. Um. Well, Father, do you want to open us in a little prayer, and then we can get going? Absolutely. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Lord and our God, we know that you are here, that you see us, and that you hear us. We adore you with profound reverence. We ask pardon for our sins, and ask you to make our lives fruitful in your service. Bless our time together. We ask you, Mary, our Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, our Universal Patron, our Guardian Angels intercede for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Thanks, Father. Uh, so yeah, we have Luke here with us, and Luke is going to be here for pretty much the entire summer, right? 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm still not sure when I'm going to be heading back because they haven't told us when we're supposed to be back yet. So okay. That's just how things go. But yeah, I'll be here for yeah, a large portion of the summer. Okay. Definitely. Cool. Cool. And what do you what like what are you doing for for the summer? Do you have like a like a certain like role? They're like, hey, this is why you're going here. Uh, not especially. Um, right now I'm working at Calvary Cemetery. Uh doing uh landscaping stuff so like trimming stuff and clearing off headstones and okay yeah all that stuff and then uh i'll also be helping out a little with totus tuus some there are some weeks this year that they needed help uh filling in a team member spot so i'll be helping with that uh which is why i'm helping with totus tuus this week at saint saint lawrence okay Nice, nice. Yeah, that's like several weeks. You've got three or four? Yeah, I'll be helping with four weeks. So I'll be helping with the one for the west side of Duluth, and then I'll be helping for Grand Rapids, which will be next week. And then uh, I'll also go up to International Falls uh, and help with their week. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Full weeks. This is good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so you're entering into your senior year? Yes, I'll I'll be a senior this year at St. John Vianney College Seminary. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think I think people are always like like aren't very familiar with like the process and I I think and pe- people who are use like a bunch of different words to like describe everything because there's like yeah. you know, because there's like minor seminary and then major seminary. You know, minor seminary, it's basically like that's basically just like four year like a bachelor's degree. I mean, four years of like college so, yeah. for like philosophy. I mean, there, there, there's more to it, but so it's called like you know minor sem- minor seminary, college seminary. Like people kind of call that like everything. Yeah, they yeah. really messed up those terms. And, then, uh, and let me correct that. Do you <laughs> mind if I just jump in? Yeah, yeah. Minor seminary refers to high school seminary, typically, uh, at least historically in the church. So minor seminaries, there's only like one or two in the country left. So most of the time when they're going off to seminary, it's referring to college seminary. And that's kind of the terminology yeah. they use now yeah. in the program for priestly formation. So yeah, there yeah. it is. Yeah, and w- which that's like, that's good to know because like every time that I hear like m- the word like minor seminary, it's used as like college seminary. So, you know, that that is interesting though. Isn't it? So It is. And I think I think that's a good thing in the church too. You know, high school seminaries, there's lots of opinions about you know keeping it keeping those open. It would be good, you know, all these things. But I think I think it's fine to to begin seminary formation more in the college era uh, yeah. rather than before that. I think it's yeah. a good thing. It gives gives the young men time to develop in other ways and just kind of like just make a decision too about um, well where where will I kind of you know project the rest of my life? Well, first let's give you know, some room to God because college is like such a formative time in one's life sets the tone for the rest of it really. So that's a good time to do it really. Um, that's all I really have to yeah. say to offer there. Yeah. I think. And so right Luke, now. you went in right after high school then or? Yes. Okay. I graduated. I was homeschooled, graduated and I also went to CLC, got my associate's degree during high school, did PSEO. Uh, that's called, and then I went straight in, uh, I was actually 17 when I entered seminary, so. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, how, well, what was that, 
that that process like of just like discernment and like you know initially thinking about it and like all that yeah so i kind of just growing up it was kind of always an idea that was there like uh that the lord wanted me to pursue this path and of course there was uh moments where i was like am i really called to enter this seminary thing i don't really know but then even in those moments, I think the Lord blessed me with uh, the grace of just having peace and knowing he is calling me to seminary and whether or not he's calling me to the priesthood after that is a different question, which will be answered in seminary because that's what seminary is, is it's a place of discernment and then preparation for the priesthood also. But you enter into seminary and you discern the priesthood. So I knew that the Lord was was calling me for sure to seminary and kind of as I went through seminary, the call to priesthood kind of got more and more, uh, clear, I would say. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. How, how, um, how was that like within your, your family di- dynamic? Cause didn't, didn't, didn't your dad just get ordained a deacon? Yes. Okay. At the beginning of May. Yeah. Uh, my dad was ordained a deacon for, yeah, this diocese, and he's obviously at my parish. Uh, Which is St. Andrews in Brainerd. St. Andrews in Brainerd, yeah. yes. Uh, but yeah, my my family was very supportive. Uh, yeah, I grew up in good, solid Catholic family. Uh, there were eight kids total, so yeah, my family was, there was never any moment where they were like... Luke, you shouldn't do this. This is weird. But, yeah, <laughs> at, at that time, my dad was already, I believe, in formation for the diaconate. So, yeah, yeah that was a way kind of connected us is we're both in formation to be clergy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, how has, like, actually being in seminary like what has that experience been like because i mean you don't have like a maybe like a like there's some there's some guys that enter seminary after like a year or two of like a different like different like college experience so they kind of have something to like you know compare it to but just like for you kind of going and be like yeah this is kind of all i know like what what has that experience been like when it just comes to like like i know like community wise if that's like a big a big part of it is just like spending time with your brothers and everything but then when it comes to like yeah it's like community classes like what has that whole experience been like yeah so just the whole experience of seminary in general has just been a, a it's been just truly a gift i think uh yeah just coming into seminary of course one of the big things that kind of immediately struck me was just the fraternity uh and yeah it's just a a beautiful community there just to have yeah like a hundred guys in the same house all striving with the same purpose to become saints and even though some of them aren't going to become priests some of them are going to become priests uh where we all ultimately have the same goal which is to get to heaven and so, and there's, yeah, just a strong fraternity that is built up and 
especially at SJV, I would say like the fraternity SJV is St. John Vianney. Uh, but there is definitely a beautiful fraternity that is built up there. And then another thing that I would say that is beautiful is the daily holy hours we have together. So every, every morning during the weekdays, it's at 6.30 in the morning. We wake up, we go downstairs, we pray a holy hour. Our Lord is exposed in adoration. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful opportunity to grow. And even though many times you're just falling asleep, you know that the Lord is working even if you're falling asleep. <laughs> Some people struggle with that more than others. Yeah, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. that. Do people still like, drop their bravery and just wham <laughs> i remember that because if you like leaning down and you know their back kind of arched a little bit and it looks like they're praying their bravery and then it slides out of their hands oh. and wham yeah <laughs> it slams on the chapel floor that would always like wake the rest of us up like oh oh glad it wasn't me this time you know <laughs> i don't i don't think anyone's had trouble with oh. slamming their bravery well, but yeah. they're uh, you said six thirty, right yeah oh man well, ours was at six a.m. Uh, we it's shifted over the years. Yeah, I was I like, "Blessed Father, are Father you, Becker. Luke, Father Becker." Yeah, God bless him. Yeah, he shifted that. You know, yes. we had Father God Bayer. He did it at six a.m. It's like, ooh, ooh. Well, mm-hmm. blessed are you. Anyways, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, yeah, uh, we don't we don't have anyone dropping their breveries or anything. <laughs> but some sometimes every once in a while, there's the occasional snoring begins. <laughs> <laughs> That's and then, great. If you're sitting next to that guy, you gotta tap him and help yeah. him out there. Help a brother out. Yeah, you, like jerk his book that's in his hand a little bit, just like yeah, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Try to mess with him. Uh, yeah. What has the the most interesting like class that you had so far? Oh, that's a good question. I think one class that I had that was a Catholic studies. Uh, course St. Thomas has a fantastic Catholic studies department Uh, but one class I had was class on Mary mother of God and I think that was one of my favorite classes just being able to read about all these traditions and just kind of look at all this art and everything about Mary and just kind of being able to build an understanding towards my how my relationship with her should be and kind of building a relationship uh with my mother mary and yeah i think that was one of my favorite classes who taught that dr dr erica kid okay okay nice and then so are you a double major in philosophy and catholic studies yes i am okay well that's exciting how's that been it's been good uh one of the benefits to being a Catholic studies major or minor is that the Catholic studies department uh, has a semester in Rome. So I just got back from a semester in Rome where I yeah got to stay at the uh, Pontifical Irish College, uh, get back to my roots yeah. a little. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, sure they were like, <clears throat> what part of Ireland are you from there, Mr. O'Reilly? That's yes. right. As long as I didn't speak. <laughs> Did you try to imitate an accent every once in a while? I, I didn't in front of them, but no. I, I, I often try to imitate an Irish accent. But 
I don't think I tri I, w I wanted to, but I, I don't think I ever ended up doing it. But yes, every day we got potatoes, though. Every really? Every meal yeah. we got potatoes of some form. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was just a beautiful experience to be able to go to Rome, uh, see the Eternal City, uh, see where the Pope is, and yeah, just be able to, and spend the Triduum there, spend Easter Sunday and Holy Friday and all that. And that was beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and so how, like, like obviously you are taking some more like theology-based classes with like the, some of the Catholic studies stuff. Um, but as far as like the philosophy goes, like what are those classes like? Cause it, like, is that, is that like a lot of like, like logic or is it like, is it less, less that? And I, I, I get, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't really know that much about what that actually like all entails. Yeah. So kind of a lot of the, uh, yeah, just different courses. Like the first course you take is just kind of an introductory to kind of, philosophy catholic philosophy a lot of times especially at the lower level philosophy courses sometimes the the seminarians get their own course because sometimes because one of the the core requirements for saint thomas is you have to take a philosophy course so some philosophy courses are just filled with people who are just kind of trying to get it out of the way and so earlier level courses are kind of we just have a seminarian only section, but yeah, some of the courses I've taken, I've taken logic. Uh, logic is a course in itself, and normally it's taken second semester of your first year, and then you got ethics, and then a lot of it is kind of divided into like historical eras of philosophy. So you have ancient philosophy where you study like Socrates, Aristotle, Plato, uh, pre-Socratics, kind of all these ancient Greek philosophers. And then you have medieval philosophy, which is like St. Thomas Aquinas, St. Uh, Augustine, uh, Blessed Duns Scotus, kind of these medieval philosophers. Uh, and medieval philosophy, I think, was one of the more interesting ones because in medieval philosophy, they tend to keep God as the focus, whereas like in other eras of philosophy, especially once you get into modern and contemporary philosophy, it kind of digresses. Uh, well said. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> digresses. That's a very charitable term. <laughs> Rejects. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah. yes. There's some good modern philosophers. It's true, but. Yeah, that's I, yeah. Just hearing you talk, Luke, it just brings me back, just back to that era, the good old days. Oh yeah, man. Philosophy is such a good base, though. I'm I'm glad you're going through it, and and that you had some positive experience with some of it, you know, because it's like you know, as um, Frederick Copleston was a Jesuit, and he wrote all these this history of philosophy, and the way he put it was, the water of philosophy turns into the wine of theology. 
uh, in the, the formation of a, of a priest. And I think that's really true. That as, as I've completed that part, I never have to go to school again. Just a little internal fist pump there. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. I loved school. But um, that's it, though. It, it, it teaches you how to think. You know, philosophy does. And then it teaches, and then th theology is where you think about the mysteries, you know, the mysteries, and so you can go deeper with the help of God's grace even too that allows it to, to be distilled and to be integrated, you know. So, yeah. So it's been good though. You've, you've loved your formation there. Yes, it's been really good. Just all the courses uh, through philo the philosophy program is super good and Catholic studies and then just the formation staff in general at St. John Vianney's is just top-notch, I would say. Well, yeah, what are you involved in? Do you have, like, a f formation director? And what do you have um, Do you have as yeah. part of your particular formation? Yeah, so for each person, like, you have a formation director who is normally the priest in charge of your floor, basically. SJV has four floors, and... Each floor has a priest living on it, and then your formation director is whichever priest is living on that floor with you. Usually, sometimes there are irregularities, but uh, and then you also have a spiritual director who is for internal form formation. So they don't they don't send emails to the bishop or anything. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, yeah, so you have about two meetings, one meeting a month with your formation uh, director, and then you have two meetings a month or so with your spiritual director, usually. Yeah, that's, that's a helpful piece of, of life, isn't it? Yes. And then, and then beyond that, you have like a, a apostolic outreach still, sort of a an apostolate you work in outside of the seminary. Do you still have that? Yes. Yeah, we have apostolic outreaches, and normally it kind of differs by year what you're doing. So normally, uh, first year men uh, will be doing uh, either one of two things, which then switches at the end of the semester, but. Either you'll be praying at Planned Parenthood every Wednesday at mm -hmm. some time with another group of guys. You usually go out there for like an hour. And then the other uh, outreach for new men is uh, you go to uh, just kind of there are these different places in the Twin Cities. Like Mary's Place is the one I went to. And you kind of just kind of help the kids they're little kids with there and you kind of help them with their homework and kind of just be there and yeah and then second year normally what you do is you help with religious education at a parish so they kind of pick a group of guys to assign to each parish uh my year when i did that it was a little little weird because we were just coming out of covid so there was a lot of still kind of little bit of struggle with that in the different parishes the one i went to didn't really always have a solid attendance oh sure and what is this covid people keep talking about it what, what is this no i'm just kidding <laughs> continue sorry <laughs> yeah and then third year uh normally what you do is 
uh, you go to nursing homes and, uh, yeah, kind of deliver communion there and, uh, spend time with the people. And, but I, I wasn't able to do that this year cause COVID regulations again. Yeah. And then seniors, seniors kind of differ. It, yeah, varies a lot more. Different apostolates. Yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah, I, I think I went back to religious education. I think I helped at Nativity Parish in St. Paul. That was one line in senior year. It was great, though. All that stuff is really good. Has it been a good experience, some of those sections? Yeah, I, it's been it's been really good just kind of to, yeah, get that pastoral experience and kind of be able to relate with people outside of the the seminary box, I suppose. Yeah, the seminary feels <laughs> like a box sometimes. Yeah, you're... yeah. I was I was gonna say that too because it can get like, like I'm 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 sure that there are some parts of the seminary that are just like, yeah, this is great. Like I'll just I'll stay here. Like I, I don't want to leave this, like yeah, box or like like bubble even. You know, it can just kind of like seem like that. Like oh, this is good. Let's just let's just stay here. Almost like a the like transfiguration where, where Peter's like, hey, let's just pitch a tent. And let's just hang out. This is great. We we don't we don't need to like go out. We can just stay here. Um, but then when you actually go out, and it's kind of like, like to a certain extent, kind of like the real world, and you're like, oh yeah, there's there's like some brokenness here, you know? Yeah, let's go down the hill, and oh, there's like really evil going on. All right, let's try to yeah. <laughs> the transfiguration. I'm like, oh, that's reality. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, is it is it? It's true. It's it's um, it's good to bust out of that bubble and kind of interact with well the needs and the reason you're going through that formation it's like well yeah i want to serve them you know i want to serve them all grace because we all need grace yeah yeah and i think maybe as we close because we have to get father to mass yes the holy <laughs> mysteries um yeah, yeah as we kind of close what, what what would you say to you know if there's um like a young kid in high school who's kind of like, and maybe thinking about it or not even thinking about it. Uh, what would you like? What would you say to them? Uh, I would say, well, one thing is that I don't think if you enter into seminary, I don't think you will regret it. No matter what happens, no matter what God is calling you to. Even, I don't think you will regret it because you'll come out a better man no matter what happens ultimately. Because just the formation there is solid and ultimately you're pursuing God's will. And so don't be afraid that you're going, that entering into seminary is like, boom, you're a priest now. You're, you don't have any more options because you're pursuing God's will and that requires discernment. And seminary teaches discernment and it forms you to be a better man. And so... Yeah, I, I just don't think one can enter seminary and really regret it, eh, at least for the seminaries that we go to and kind of just my knowledge of what I, what I have experienced and kind of the formation I have received and the formation I've seen others receive and just how I've seen other people in my class grow, you'll become a better man through it, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's I good. second that. That's well said, Luke. Yeah. That's that's it though. 
shoot. I know a bunch of guys that didn't uh, finish, you know, that was, were in seminary with me. They became great husbands, great fathers, um, solidly Catholic. You know, there, there was just, they, they're totally committed. They're all in, you know, after that. A bunch of them go on to different careers, actually. One became a doctor. A bunch of them went into law. Uh, a bunch of them are financial planners. You know, it's kind of interesting, all these different careers they go into. And they're all huge blessings, you know. They're, yeah, so it's it's good to give the Lord a chance, you know, to, to cast out all doubts if you've ever had thoughts, you know. And then you get, you know, great formation while you're there. Like all those things that you mentioned, Luke, there's, it's all good for a person's formation um, and character building and virtue exercise. All that's going to be huge in family life if that's what the Lord calls them to. And certainly helpful in the priesthood, uh, certainly helpful there. Yeah, yeah, great. Well, yeah, thanks, Luke, for for joining us and you know sharing with us about your experience at the seminary and just yeah, kind of your story a little bit. Uh, yeah, if you, uh, you'll all see Luke over the over the course of the summer probably because you're you're gonna be like helping out on the like weekend masses and stuff, right? You'll like if you're yeah. around, you'll be there. So I'm sure people will will see you and you know go up talk to him and. Uh, get to know them and uh uh yeah yeah so thanks for for joining us and uh thank you everyone for listening and uh we will catch you again next time